Well, that was an answer to prayer. I, I didn't know if she could make it through that song. Um, praise the Lord. God is so good. Um, Mr. Haiti, 89, he would have been 90. But he was sick a year, right. That was another one of those uh, <laughs> one-liners. Um, boy, uh, we, we loved having him in, in Jolly 60s. We, 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 met, we meet on Wednesdays and got, got part of our Jolly 60 crew over yonder. And, and we enjoyed having him uh, with us. Uh, boy, uh, we, in, in there we talk about the, the, the fourth quarter and uh, so, so if, if our life is like a basketball game and you've got the different quarters, you think of 1 through 20 might be the first quarter of your life and 21 through 40 might be the second quarter and 41 through 60 might be the third quarter and then 61 through 80 might be the fourth quarter and that fourth quarter is important. Um, boy, uh, the, the game can be won or lost. Uh, doesn't matter how wonderful quarters one, two, and three were in basketball. You blow it in the fourth quarter. And, uh, boy, uh, finishing that fourth quarter well. And, of course, somebody say, oh, hold on. That, I got a question about those numbers. Uh, he was beyond 80. He was 89. And, and uh, well, we said, well, that has to be overtime. And that's even more important. Boy, you want to... You want to finish well. Uh, finishing well was important to him. And he wanted me to tell you and wants me to tell you how you can finish well like the Lord allowed him to. Mr. Haiti loved his Bible. And again, we heard about how the, the kids would find him in his Bible, spending time uh, with the Lord. Uh, in the Bible, there was an example of someone who so desperately wanted to finish well, the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was one of those guys that he wanted to finish well. Listen to what he said here in Acts 20, uh, 23 and 24. Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Boy, bonds and afflictions uh, held him back so many times. Uh, but he said, but none of these things moved me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy. Do you see some of that down there? That I might finish my course with joy Bonds and afflictions abide me. So many things tried to hold me back. Bonds and afflictions. And Mr. Haiti knew about some of those bonds and afflictions. Some of those physical things that tried to hold him back. But yet, they didn't keep him from finishing well. That I might finish my course with joy. And the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God that I might finish. One of the, one of the goals in his life was finishing well. 
Bonds limited him. Paul, but it didn't matter. He was going to finish well anyway. And for Mr. Haiti, there were various physical ailments and different things. I, I remember watching and then Mrs. Haiti and family, more than me, seeing times where he would wince in pain. But those bonds and afflictions weren't going to keep him from finishing well because of someone he desperately loved, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, Paul felt that he had to share the good news of the gospel of grace. And boy, if you knew anything about Mr. Haiti, he also shared that heart. Sharing the gospel one of his, was one of his chief joys. Well, Paul wanted to finish well. And I have good news, he was able to. At the end of his life, there in 2 Timothy 4, verses 6 through 8, he said, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, He was looking forward to standing before the judge. A lot of people are afraid to stand before the judge. The righteous judge. But he was looking forward to standing before the righteous judge. And we that look on that face down there is somebody that was, I can't wait to stand before the righteous judge. Which shall give me at that day and not to me only a crown and not to me only, but unto all them that love his Appearing. But there were some things about Paul that helped him to live a life aimed at finishing well. And I see some of these things very clearly in the life of Tom Haiti as well. How can you and I live a life like Paul, live a life like Brother Haiti that's aimed at finishing well? How can we do that? Let's Look at that today. Finishing well. Let's have a word of prayer as we look at some of these ideas. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your goodness. And we thank you for a life. Lord, he's with you. And I, as much exuberance as is on that face down there in the front, Lord, I think ten times more and beyond was a life, a face lit up to see the Lord Jesus. Oh, God in heaven. As we think about him for a little bit, think about Paul. Think about the word. Help us, Lord. Help us to know what it means to live a life aimed at finishing well. And what does that mean? As he sings in Christ's name, amen. Boy, Paul, the first thing I see, he was able to live a life of contentment. We heard a little bit about that. He had, a, he, had a, he had a big heart. Not the biggest of homes. But a big heart. Generous for his Lord. And the Apostle Paul figured out, uh, boy, he was so well. I mean, he had, he had life so much going for him. But he says, I, I don't want to attain. I don't need the bank account full. I want to live a life set apart to God. And sometimes that meant pain. Sometimes that meant imprisonment. But for him, he found a life of contentment. 
He said so in Philippians 4.11, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. His life yelled out, I have a good life because I have a good God. Not I have a good God and I'm still waiting for the good life that should be following. But I have a good life because I have a good God. Boy, how many folks is it the opposite? Oh boy, this life is rough. And I suppose maybe in heaven God will make it up to me. But until then, boy, I don't... No, no. It's that outlook in life. I have a good life because I have a good God. He poured so much into his family. Sacrificing for a Christian education. Uh, my, my, my wife talks about coming early to work in the kitchen. Putting sandwiches together for the sack lunches. And she and Bill and Brian uh, in there early. And she remembers Mr. Haiti after working midnights. Coming in, coming in to look in on his boys. And it's not, I, I was, I, you know, I was a son. My, my son, it's not always, you know, you don't always look forward to dad looking in on you. Checking on you. But when you work midnights, boy, you want to be in bed. But even more important than that was, I want to look in on my boys. Make sure they're doing right. He loved him. No one could deny he had a heart for him. He poured so much into this church. You heard about the offerings. And, and uh, boy, he, he would open his home when he could for a preaching conference. And there's picture. There's so, he's, he said it so well. We could have so many services. So many of us have stories we would love to tell. We don't have time for all of them today. We're going to have... Pastor Malinak in a little bit close in prayer and say a couple words. He represents college students that he invested in so many of those. Far too many people live for what they can get from this life. He invested heavily in the life to come. And Jesus talked about that in Matthew 6. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is there will your heart be also. The Apostle Paul said he learned to be content. He also, I believe, some aren't sure who wrote the book of Hebrews. I, I think Paul wrote it. So if that's the case, I think it's him here in Hebrews 13, 5 saying, let your conversation live a life without covetousness. Don't live a life thinking, well, I have this, but what else can I have? What don't I have? What could I have if God was just a little bit better to me? Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have For I have said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. He could live a life of contentment, not because of what he had, but because of who 
he had. That's a big difference. And a life of contentment because of who you have in the Lord Jesus. Boy, you're on your way. That is a life aimed at finishing well. Boy, uh, just look at that picture. It's also here on your program. <laughs> it just makes you chuckle, doesn't it? You remember Mr. Haiti chuckling? You, you... That's the face of a man who finished well. And he wants us to know how we can do the same. Boy, he had a life of contentment. And that'll help you live a life aimed at finishing well. But also a life of compassion. A life of compassion. When you're close to the Lord and the Lord had a heart for people, you can't help but have a heart for people as well. A heart of compassion. I read this this morning, uh, Romans 9, 1 through 3. And again, uh, if you've ever come across this passage, and, and I know some, some of the... This blows me away, how you could have this kind of compassion. And there's no answer except you spent time in the presence of Jesus. But listen to this compassion. Paul said in Romans 9, 1 through 3, I say in truth in Christ, I lie not. I'm not lying to you just because it sounds good. This is the heart that God has given me. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost that in great heaviness of heart and continual sorrow in heart, for I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren. I gotta tell you, I, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot about that I don't understand. I care about people so much that I could wish myself accursed, separated from Christ for the sake of somebody else, that they could be with Him forever and ever. And the only answer I can come to is that Jesus cared about you and me so much that he went through a separation from his father for the sake of you and I. That's the only explanation I can come up with. So close to the heart of Christ who took my sin on the cross and went through a separation for me. And I know, I know that Brother Haiti. He was so burdened for the souls of the people around him. He lived a life of contentment because of who he had. He lived a life of compassion that flowed out of a life of contentment. Boy, he loved people. I was in charge of hospital visitation for many years. And a lot of times I would, you know, finish teaching a class and, and race up to the hospital to, to try to visit with one of the church members that was in there. And a lot of times I was too late. Mr. Haiti and Mrs. Haiti or others would be up there ahead of me praying with them. Oh, here's Brother Mitchell. We can go. He'll, he'll, we'll, we'll, we'll turn things over to him cared about people. Uh, and near the end of his 
near the end of his life. This, this conversation didn't happen this long ago. But I, I, he had fallen and he was in, he was in the hospital. And, and so there I am visiting him and he said, uh, do you know why I'm at the hospital? And I said, because you fell and needed medical attention? And he's like, nope. <laughs> because the nurse needed to hear how she could go to heaven. And he said, uh, I got to witness to her, tell her how she needed to go to the Lord Jesus and ask him to wash her sin away and trust Christ as Savior so she could have a home in heaven. I got to witness to her and she trusted Christ as Savior. Lord, if you just, if you just quit letting me, having me go through these physical ailments, these afflictions, they hold me back. Oh, in his mind... His afflictions put him right where he was supposed to be so he could be a witness for Christ. Um, (laughs) Years ago, I was at Longhorn Steakhouse. I was in a booth, and it just so happened Mr. Haiti was in the booth behind me, just right behind me. And uh, we're enjoying our meal. And his arm comes around and hits me. And I'm like, yes, hey, brother. And he says, you got a gospel track? Yes, I do. So I- I'm reaching over to-, to give him a gospel track, and he's not grabbing it. Um, there's a man here um, at a table with his back turned to us. So instead of grabbing the gospel track, he hits that guy. And says, hey buddy. (laughs) So I'm like this, and then I'm like, hey. hey." (laughs) He's got something for you. (laughs) Okay, we're doing this. He said, hey, buddy, I just, here's some verses. We, we just, we, you know, we, we just wanted you to know. Me, I was, I was thinking about my hamburger. But, but now, I, you know, yep, we do, we do. We want you to know. <laughs> we want you to read these verses and find out how you can know for sure you have a home in heaven. And the guy's face lit up. He goes, I, I, I'm saved. I know Christ. Got to talk to him for a little bit. But that was Mr. Haiti. He didn't do that to show off for anybody. That was Mr. Haiti. He loved the Lord. We waste so much time trying to look good or, or this or that or, or protect our dignity. Oh, just fall in love with Jesus and tell someone about it. Paul said this in Romans 1, I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians. He felt like he, he had such a treasure in the Lord Jesus in salvation and I can't, I can't go through life knowing that someone else doesn't have the same treasure I have. And some people, again, young people, I, I'm with you. I have that same heart that makes excuses. 
Well, older folks can get away with anything. I mean, someday when I'm, I'm his age, and you can get away with anything, I'll be a witness then. But you know, there's older folks looking at you and saying, boy, if I was just young and full of that boundless energy, maybe I would be a witness. No, none of this if, then, today. Do you know the Lord Jesus? Tell somebody. Paul said, I am debtor. Paul lived like he owed his fellow human beings. He felt like he possessed an unbelievable treasure in his personal relationship with the very Son of the God of Heaven, with Christ. And he couldn't possibly go through life without letting everyone he possibly could know that they too could have the same personal relationship And forgiveness and deliverance from a Christless hell and a home in heaven forever and ever. Paul, I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Boy, a life of contentment because of who you have. That'll help you live a life aimed at finishing well. A life of compassion. That'll help you live a life that's aimed at finishing well. But boy, that compassion flows into a life of commitment. That'll help you live a life aimed at finishing well. It did for Paul. And it did for Mr. Haiti. Boy, that compassion flowed out into a commitment. Paul said this in Romans 10.1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Later on in the chapter, he talked about how, how you could know for sure You had the Lord Jesus as your Savior. Later on in Romans 10, verse 9, he says, Boy, if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. If you'll, oh, I'm a sinner. I have broken God's laws. I've done some filthy things. And I can't clean up my life by myself. It's only the blood of Christ that can wash my sin away. And and Jesus, what he did on the cross. I'm a sinner and he's pure. Oh, won't you wash my sin away? If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verse 12, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Paul and Mr. Haiti, they lived a life of commitment. And boy, a life of commitment is a life of purpose. Isn't it nice to have a life that has purpose? Not just because what they knew, but because of who they knew. 
Paul said this in 2 Timothy 1.12, For the which cause I suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Because his soul was committed unto the Lord, in this life and the next, he could live a life committed to the Lord Jesus. Boy, Mr. Haiti, a lot of times, with deep concern in his eyes, he would say, won't you pray for me? I, I don't feel like I'm as close to the Lord as I would like to be. It was convicting to me. Too many, myself included, are tempted to think that the little bit of attention we throw towards God makes me a, a mighty Christian. Oh, how little we know. Ultimately, Paul and Mr. Haiti finished well because they knew the great finisher personally as their Lord and Savior and kept their eyes fixed on him. Jesus is the great finisher. In 1 John 4.14, the kids memorize this verse, don't you? The Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. The Father sent the Son. He was given a job to do. And Jesus, down here in John chapter 4, He told the disciples, uh, uh, they they, they brought food to Him, and, and He says, I don't need that. And they said, did He eat somewhere? He told them in John 4, 34, My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me and to finish His work. And finally, on the cross, he wasn't killed, was he? He gave his life freely. On the cross, when he bore my sin, and he bore your sin, the Father sent the Son to be the the, the Savior of the world, and he says, I'm here to finish what he sent me to do. And on the cross... With your sin and mine. Facing that awful separation from his, from his father. As he turned his gaze from the putridness of that sin. All the physical agony and the spiritual agony that we cannot begin to comprehend. The great finisher said this in John 19.30. It is finished. He purchased salvation for every human being. That is the gift he offers Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. He offers it. And we heard about the time when Mr. Haiti reached out and by faith received the gift of salvation, received the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of that, 
that look is way more exuberant in heaven, standing before the Savior he couldn't wait to see. Do you know the great finisher as your Lord and Savior? Mr. Haiti would love for you to get that settled today so that you could stand before him someday. You will stand before the righteous judge, but you could stand before him with joy. I can't wait. I can't wait. The Bible says for those of you that do know the Lord as your Savior, to keep your eyes on that great finisher. Live this life with your eyes on the great finisher. There in Hebrews 12 too, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mr. Haiti finished well. And it wasn't because he figured out certain life skills or routines that got him through. It's because he came to know the Lord as his Savior. And he figured out that the only life worth living is one that's lived out honoring the one who died for him and the one who's in charge of all eternity. That is the only life worth living. Here in just a moment, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Malik to come and say a, a few words and then close in prayer. But if, if you just stay in your seats uh, after that, the family requested a song and we'll have a, the cello play that. So quietly just enjoy the message of the music. Once that is done, uh, we will have the, the pallbearers come. There is a graveside over in Chesterton uh, Cemetery. Jolly 60s, I'll have you uh, kind of stay put for a little bit until everything goes and then have you head down to the dining room for a, a nice meal um, and uh, 